there's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. It is a snowy day here in Minnesota and throughout the Midwest. And, uh, oh man, it is coming down. It is cold. It reminds me of, uh, well, it reminds me of Rochester, New York. <laughs> it certainly does. At a time when we used to have weather like this. But uh, I'm looking at the world. And I'm seeing more and more every day of what we would consider to be the doom and gloom. And I don't like to go to the doom and gloom, but I, I got to remind everybody sometimes of what we're dealing with here, of what, what we're up against. You know, I've talked for a while about a global firestorm event. And I, I've always said that this is not something that's going to happen immediate or sudden or, or over one day. But instead, it's going to happen over months and years. And since 2020, I've been saying that this type of event would happen. Now, what, what is the global firestorm event? Well, I looked at kind of various different topics to see how do you take down the United States of America? How do you take down sovereign nations around the world? How do you get them to crash and crumble and reject their government, and the governments fail to where people go out there and beg for a world government. And then I realized that our government here in the United States has been doing this for years around the world. They've been doing it to third world countries. There's a great book out there called Confessions of an Economic Hitman. One of my friends was one of the people hired as a contractor through various intelligence agencies to help financially take down the Soviets during the Cold War. So how does this work? Well, there's another thing out there called a color revolution, and this has been utilized by Marxists for a long time to go out there and collapse various aspects of society. And one thing that we don't understand by just looking at it is that society itself is held up on a foundation. And that as you begin to chip away at that foundation, everything begins to tumble down and collapse upon it. So there's a great movie out there, Die Hard 4, Die Harder, I think that's the name of it. And they talk about this firestorm event, and this is what reminded me of it. And I said, well, well, that would be the perfect way if I was going to take down a country to, to do it. And so I made a series of predictions. I said, hey, look, you know, one thing that they're going to do is they're going to attack infrastructure. We'll have cyber attacks on infrastructure. We'll have foreign adversary attacks on infrastructure. They'll begin taking out our energy our electric grid, our transportation. I said, next, we'll see supply chain disruptions globally, where production will fall, 
20, 30, 50%. Within all of this, we'll begin to see social, social destabilization. We'll see infiltration within our academic centers. We'll begin to see violent crime increasing, petty crime increasing. Police officers doing nothing about it. We'll begin to see crime moving out of the cities into the rural neighborhoods. We'll begin to see crime organizations taking over communities. From that will lead to political corruption and destabilization. And when you have all of those various things playing out, infrastructure and supply chain, these are the heart, the crutch of the economy. And you'll begin to see the economy start to slowly decline and dwindle. But it's interesting because I always said this, that as you watch the economy, you're going to see spurts of it increasing. You're going to see the manipulation. You're going to see those who control the system, keeping the system above water, keeping the system afloat. Because this gives everybody the illusion that everything is okay, that everything will rebound, that everything will come back. And isn't that what we see today? And the last thing, the last part of this, as we head towards global economic collapse, the collapse of the foundation of what keeps us alive, the supply chain, infrastructure, and economy. It's we'll see a push for global war. We'll see the beginnings and the breakout of World War III. And if we go to China, with the uprising of their people against the Chinese government, asking for Xi Jinping to resign and step down, China being hammered economically with the removal of all the chip manufacturing jobs out of China by the United States, economic warfare being waged. The only result that can come from that is China's invasion of Taiwan. We go to the Middle East and we look at the increased aggression between Iran and Israel. And then we go further, and we go to Russia and Ukraine, where Russia has declared a holy war upon evil on this land, claiming outright that they are Satanists, that they are Nazis, that they were perpetuating genocide amongst the Slavic people, that they were planning greater crimes against humanity. And Russia says they only wish to save their people. But as we've seen, NATO and the United States could not keep their hands out of this conflict. And the United States joined in and began a proxy war against Russia, which has escalated to the point where it is today to where warnings of nuclear war 
rain down upon the global community. We are on the brink of massive change on this planet. I think everybody can understand that. Everybody can see that. Everybody can feel that. How that change is, is molded and controlled amongst the chaos is dependent upon your reaction to it. It's dependent upon how you, me, and everybody else come together to push this world further. If we allow the globalists and the elitists who have set these things into motion, who have created their own order within chaos, if we allow them to continue to control it, we will end up in a dystopian future that was once a nightmare to the Founding Fathers. We'll end up into some George Orwell novel or some futuristic dystopian future where we have a nanny control state where everybody wears a device or has something injected within them that controls everything from your access to your apartment that you don't own to the money that you don't own to your vehicle that's self-driving that you don't own, to your food, which is limited, to your job, of which is monitored, where there's no more free speech, where the government becomes the ruler and dictator by decree, where computer systems, artificial intelligence, patrol the streets, the computers, the workplaces, and the homes. Critiquing you at every word you say, waiting for you to speak out against a regime. That's the dystopian future that is waiting for us if we do nothing. You know, today... We're coming out of the 2022 midterm elections. And we're watching the unfolding of what has happened. New York State, massive election machine problems on election day. Elections pulling ballots in and spitting them out, pulling them in and spitting them out. But, you know, that was a rare occurrence that occurred in New York State. Well, well interesting enough, it happened in Pennsylvania. Interesting enough, it happened in Georgia. Interesting enough, it happened in Arizona. But it was so rare. But it happened everywhere. And it happened in predominantly red counties. Those elections, as we look back on, we begin to see the evidence that they were stolen. We're going to talk about those stolen elections and what that means here for the future of the United States of America or what happens next. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. 
For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. And I want to transfer over to Arizona for a second. And we're talking about the evidence that is piling up. But I want you to think about the scenario right now. We live in a constitutional republic, the United States of America, a union amongst 50 states, of which there's a government for the people, by the people, and of the people. We are granted our rights by our creator. No government stands above us. But listen to this. Carrie Lake ran for governor against the acting Secretary of State Katie Hobbs in Arizona. Now, the Secretary of State is the person who runs the elections in a state. They are also the person who certifies the elections in a state. You would imagine that Katie Hobbs running for governor would recuse herself from the election. But no, she didn't. Now, after the election, which we saw stolen in the middle of the night, we begin to see people questioning the authenticity and the legitimacy of the Arizona elections. On election day, throughout many of the red towns and cities and districts. Many of the voting machines went down suddenly. Thousands upon thousands of voters were disenfranchised, throwing their ballots into a third box bag 
that no one knows what happened to. Many of the voters going on to the website and checking to see if their votes were counted, and they weren't. And what did Maricopa County do? Oh, nothing. The people yelled and screamed and demanded, hey, look, there was irregularities within this election. There was things that we are questioning. Do not certify this election. Let's have an investigation. And the Board of Supervisors came back and said, no, we're, we're going to certify it. Now, this is a direct violation of what's known as the First Amendment right for a redress of grievances against our government. But, but this gets worse. The chair of the Mojave County Board of Supervisors, Ronald Gould, said that he was voting to certify the 2022 general election under duress. He goes, I have no choice but to vote I, or I'll be arrested and charged with felony. Many of the counties were standing up against the Secretary of State and decided not to certify their elections. But the Secretary of State, who apparently won the election, who didn't recuse herself, is pressuring these counties to certify the election. And Ron Gould said that they were going to charge him with a felony if he voted no. Wait, it has to go for a vote for certification. That's right, it does. It has to go for a vote for certification. And those county supervisors can say no. They can say, hey, look, we think there's some fraud here. We're, we're going to hold off on this. But no, in Arizona, that's a felony. You have to vote yes. And that decree is coming down from Katie Hobbs, the one that did not recuse herself. And so this will go to lawsuits, right? Lawsuits, because, you know, the, the courts aren't corrupt at all, right? From Carrie Lake and from a young woman who stood up and demanded to the Maricopa County Board of Directors not to certify. This is the quote, we are living in perilous times. This is a battle of good and evil. You can sit as lords over us, and I hope that anybody that's running for a position in politics can get it through their heads. That they are elected. They are not gods over us. Isn't that interesting? These politicians have centralized power amongst themselves, rigged the system to keep themselves in power. When people stand up and protest and ask for a redress of grievances, we get to, nay, not today. Take it to the courts, which we control as well. Well, if you remember during the week of the election after the election results came out and they announced Katie Hobbs a winner. A group of Arizonans sent a letter to the Maricopa Board of uh, County uh, yeah, the Maricopa Board of Commissioners, the voting, the voting uh, uh, directive out there, and they told them, "You need to investigate this voter fraud, or we are going to descend down on the Maricopa County." Arizonans and people from around the country. We will show up and we will not leave. 
And I'm telling you right now, this is what is in the works. Is there is a large amount of people getting ready to descend on Maricopa County. There is a large amount of people getting ready to go to Arizona. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. I believe it's going to be peaceful. I believe it's going to be people expressing their First Amendment right and demanding a redress of grievances from their politicians. But if that does not happen, I don't know what the possibilities could be. But here's the thing. Is if people begin to do this in Arizona, the question is, and this is my question, seriously. Why is Arizona the only state contesting this? Why are not the people of Nevada, Georgia, Michigan, Minnesota, New York, Pennsylvania, why are they not rising up? Why are they not speaking up? It's a good question to ponder. Is it too cold out? Is there not enough evidence? Are we not angry enough? It reminds me of Walter Beale in the 1979 movie Network, where he goes on the live broadcast and he goes, you got to get mad. You got to say I'm a human being. I'm not going to take this. You have to go to your windowsill. You have to open it up and you have to yell and scream from the top of your lungs. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's the truth. Is humanity has to come to that point. They have to be angry and mad that their voice is no longer heard, that their vote is no longer counted, that their power has seemingly dwindled to an authority that is casting a shroud over all of America. If we lose this country, if we lose this republic, it's not because of the actions of those that came before us, of yesterdays, but of the things that we do right now. The reason we lose our freedom, our sovereignty, our dignity, our respect the endowed rights from our creator is because we chose not to use them in the times of peril. Now, I have faith in humanity. I have faith that humanity will rise up. I have faith that humanity will stand up for what is good, what is right. But if we are correct on our assumptions, and we have been so far, they propagate fear. And when they increase that propagation of fear, it means that something is coming, that they are planning something down the line, that we are going to get to a precipice moment where we stand up and say, oh my God, no more. And then they hit us. Another pandemic, 
a global war, global economic collapse, a, a collapse of the supply chain, destabilization of the infrastructure. Because that's the magician's trick. Look over here. Not there. She must belong to San Francisco. She We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Poster of Poncho and Cisco, one California day. She says she believes in a Robin Hood and Brotherhood and colors of green and gray. And all you can do is laugh at her. Doesn't anybody know how to pray? Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! That's exactly right. You know, we are at a transitional point, not only for the United States, but for humanity. There is so much happening, there is so much going on, it is a cluster of confusion, of chaos. And that's the dark magician for you. They create the chaos and then control the fallout. They control all the destabilization, ready for the solutions. Problem, reaction, solution is their motto. Listen to this. God is dead, according to the World Economic Forum, who have also declared that Jesus is fake news, and the World Economic Forum leaders have acquired divine powers to rule over humanity. Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari, who I was talking about last night on another radio show, has announced that the World Economic Forum has been so successful in its plans that it is acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. The World Economic Forum has been increasingly hostile towards Christianity. Klaus Schwab just recently said, God is dead. Because of the technological progress, because of their stature and their control, their implementation, infiltration of governments, Evil is right at the doorstep. They are knocking on the door. They have their hand on the handle and the door is unlocked. These people have become far too powerful. They want to put nanotechnology within your body. Electronic circuitry that monitors everything that happens within you. They want to sample your DNA, market it, make it designer. They want you in what I would call a slave matrix, 
a prison made only for your mind to keep you beaten down, to make sure you don't speak out. If you don't believe me, go out and ask the company that you work for if they have a DEI policy, diversity, equity, inclusion, or if they have anything to do with ESG. Go to your bank, Wells Fargo, Chase, whoever it might be, and ask them if they apply, if they conform to ESG standards, environmental, social governments. Because that was created by the World Economic Forum. The same people that have said that God is dead, that Jesus was fake news. See, what they've done is they brought the Bilderberg Group, if you remember who they were, the people that met secretly since 1952. They brought them and made them public. They are no longer private. They're public. And governments are inviting them in. World Economic Forum also has something known as public-private partnerships to where corporations and governments work hand-in-hand to bring around regulation and policy. Um, That's called communism. When a government does it behind your back and doesn't tell you about it, that's called fascism. That's literally what the United States government just did with big tech, that they're being investigated and sued over. They don't care. They're going to continue doing what they do until someone rises up to stop them. And that someone better be millions upon millions of people, because if not, then the enslavement of the human race is on its way. Going into the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, this has a lot to do with the global firestorm event, because they are setting up the policies, regulations, and restrictions that are bringing about the supply chain disaster, the limitations on farmers all throughout Europe on how much they can grow. See, there's not an energy and a farming crisis in Europe because of things that are outside of the control. It's because of things that are controlled. The amount of carbon dioxide and nitrogen and other types of emissions from the farmers have been limited by the European Union by decree from the World Economic Forum because of climate change that we have to fight. And this has massively decreased the amount of production of crops, of raw materials, of critical supply chain. In the United States of America, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've had well over 150, 200 various food processing, manufacturing, and distribution centers start on fire. Just randomly start on fire. Degregating their services or even ending them, burning them down completely. On top of that, you've also had multiple, I think two dozen, three dozen, Oil processing, processing and refineries blow up. Oh, just an accident. It'd be just an accident if it happened, you know, a few of them every 10 years. But three dozen in less than one year? 
Well, go back to the global firestorm event. Remember, attacks on infrastructure. And here's the thing is nobody's investigating. Nobody cares to investigate it. This is the workings of an evil, of a pestilence that is working its way right now, infiltrating all of the world powers, slowly taking over humanity. This is infiltration and not invasion. They will stop at nothing to enslave you and I into their global digital slave matrix. And they're well on their way. The question I ask is probably the same question you ask is, what do we do next? How do we stop this nightmare? We can sit here and we can pray. We can look to our leaders to to take action. We can file lawsuits. We can even get out and protest. But historically, all of those have been shown mute on the point. That nothing within that repertoire stops it. So what options does that leave us? Not many. What we need is we need a movement. We need a movement of the likes that the world has never seen. A great awakening globally. Where people unite under one common accord, one common voice. And declare their sovereignty. Declare their freedom. And demand no more. You know, when we think about money and the U.S. government, we tend not to think of big numbers as necessarily big. But you know, if you start adding it up decade after decade, the amount of aid given to foreign countries. Like just recently, the billions of dollars sent to Ukraine and now another $53 million to support the acquisition of critical electricity and grid equipment in Ukraine. $55 million. Where's the accountability of that money? Where's the return on investment of that money? And see, all that money being sent overseas as aid, as help for Ukraine, this isn't the Democrats doing this. This is Democrats and Republicans doing this. This is all politicians swindling your money away and giving it to people who are not held accountable for it of which that money makes full circle and comes right back into their pockets. It's one of the largest thefts in the history of humanity. And just like the elections, 
humanity does nothing. We're gonna take a quick break and be back with more Dark Lord Show after this. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL station. All right. Back with the Dark Delight show. And we are talking about what we can do. Well, here's the thing. And I've said this from the beginning as well. What we are watching actually unfold in the world is a larger war that is going on. That... These elitists, these people that want this, this control, that are seeking to enslave humanity, not all of them agree. Not all of them like each other. And what we have is a multi-headed hydra. And among this multi-headed hydra, there's various factions. Some of these factions are just pure evil, Satanists, murderers, killers, rapists, sociopaths. Some of these factions are methodical, wealthy elitists that that take their time and do the slow kill of humanity, depopulating the world. 
But some of these factions, they're good in their heart. And they love humanity. And they see different options for the future. Now, I'm not declaring that any single man is a part of any of these factions. But I can tell you right now, if we look at what's happening with platforms like Twitter, Elon Musk is taking the fight to the big man. He is standing up against a global infrastructure, against a Western global infrastructure. Right now, he is waging a battle against the tech conglomerate, Apple. He is hammering them for the 30% invisible tax that they charge on everything. They've threatened the delist Twitter. Twitter has lost massive amounts of advertising since Elon has taken over. He is about to unban over 70,000 users who were banned during the 2020 election, during the January 6th incident. He has come out as a promulgator of free speech. He has given hints and signs that he is a patriot, that he is someone who cares for humanity and is working for the benefit of humanity. He is leveling the playing field. Because if you have free speech, if you have information which is unbridled, that, 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 can, free flow, that can flow freely, that isn't hampered down, isn't censored, then people get the news, the real news. People get the information. And information is knowledge. Information is power. Information is the number one greatest tool utilized against you. And therefore, it's the number one greatest tool that you have within your arsenal. We are living in a time of psychological warfare, of which information warfare is utilized as the main tactic to brainwash and subdue individuals in the acquiescence. To make you turn a blind eye. To make you turn a red cheek. To provide the counter-narrative to an inkling of the truth. Free speech is so incredibly important. And the founding fathers knew this, and this is why when they made the Bill of Rights, which is in precedence, they made it number one. Because information is what frees minds. Information is what arms the people with the knowledge and the wisdom. We must be informed by great men. We must have that free flow of knowledge, of information coming into our minds and our senses for us to make the right decision, for us to come together in that common accord. 
Because if we look at the opposition, if we look at what's happening on the opposite side, we look at the information that is being fed into the system of the left, we begin to see a sad state of affairs. You have a, an argument with somebody on the left over facts. You send them peer-reviewed medical studies. You send them documents directly from the CDC, the FDA. And they tell you you're wrong because they send you a CNN article or an MSNBC opinion piece. That's how bad this has gotten. But that is also the result of psychological warfare. That is how this game works. We must be armed with the facts. We must be armed with the truth. Information is our weapon. And as much as we can get the truth propagated, we will know that it goes through three stages. As Lord Acton said, truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it becomes violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as self-evident. Now, we are obviously not at step three. We are in between one and two. Where that truth is ridiculed, criticized, and occasionally violently opposed. We are moving more and more towards that violently opposed truth every day. To where those under the guise of psychological warfare, under the spell of the dark magician get so angry and violent because the truth has become a toxin. Because the truth has become their darkness. That since it is not their truth, since it is not the lies and the propaganda that they've been fed, they will rise up against it with anger and hatred. And they will fight against the truth. It's sad to look at friends and family and people who are falling for this dark magician spell. And it's not just on the left. It it is on the right. It is on the left of the right. It is in the middle. Because if one human being is susceptible to it, all human beings are susceptible to it. But we must reconsider the idea of information, of how we receive information. Information comes into our senses through our environment. Electromagnetic energy interacts with our body, with our senses, which are all electromagnetic in nature. Sight, touch, smell, taste, and hear. That's information. It comes from your environment. It comes external from you. And then when that information comes into those sensory organs, it's interpreted. 
by your mind. Through whatever authorities have indoctrinated you, through your education, through your experiences. And we must hypercritically analyze it all. And just remember this, and this is the model of the Red Bull Project. Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, with your own investigation, and through your own volition. We'll be back with you tomorrow with another episode of the Dark Delight Show. Have a great day.